Alexander Snitker, libertarian, Republican, and political hack, and Adrian Wiley, born-again anarchist and political has-been. Banter, blather, and joke about current events while attempting to figure out whether to keep trying to salvage our constitutional republic or just stock up on marshmallows to roast on the smoldering embers of society. It's time for Unattended Baggage. Why, thank you, Ledge. Hello, everyone in Podcastville or Internet Land or wherever you may reside. This is Alex, co-host Unattended Baggage. Along with me is my radio life mate, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Adrian, chairman of the Building Materials Projectile Staging and Logistics Committee of the West Central Florida Guild of Professional Anarchists, Local Chapter 151, Wiley. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing well. I'm I'm actually quite excited, uh, you know, uh, about doing the show, especially with the the news that just uh, broke within the past few hours. What new? Hold, hold on. What news is that? It, you're kidding, right? I'm totally kidding. We. You're totally kidding. So you know the news. No, no, no. No, no, no. I'm not kidding. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not kidding. We have a new president of the United States, dude. <laughs> no, we don't. No, they invoked the 25th Amendment. No, they didn't. They invoked the 25th Amendment. Yeah. No, they didn't. We have a new president of the United States, first female president ever. N- no, no, they didn't. Yeah. So that means, hold on. Oh, so- my God. Wait. You, no, you didn't hear it. They ruled Trump incapacitated with COVID. Mm-hmm. And then they tested Pence, and he had COVID as well. So they ruled him out. Uh, so it went through the chain, and now we have a uh, the first female uh, president of the United States ever. Uh, you know, I'm going to go ahead and say that didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. And I'd like to congratulate uh, Miss uh, Tara Katuk McLean uh, Sweeney, uh, the new president of the United States, formerly the uh, Assistant Secretary of Department of Interior for Indian Affairs. <laughs> Why? What What number is she on the chain? Uh, well, I think she was 311. <laughs> Uh, but since everybody else tested positive for COVID and is going to die, um, we uh, we now have a new president of the United States. And she was lucky because she's been in an Indian reservation for two weeks. Uh, and you guys may have heard of, uh, of uh, you know, uh, Miss uh, Katuk McLean Sweeney uh, being in the news before uh, just uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, she was the one who uh, sent all the blankets to all the members of Congress and all the men- members of the executive branch. <laughs> Um, the the beautifully designed Native American blankets. Um, so you know, it, it, but congratulations to her. It's it's wonderful to have the first uh, female president in uh, American history. It came about in a way weird way, but you know that's. Uh, I, I'm glad to see it happen. What's her Indian name? Chickens Roost. Uh, well, I think her. Uh, she's from Alaska, and I think her Inuit name is Katuk. Which so, means chickens come home to roost. It could very well be. Yeah, I, I think that uh, that could be. The, How funny would it be if this was the time in which the Indians chose to get revenge? It would be awesome, actually. <laughs> I would be totally down with Unbelievable. that. That would be just phenomenal. Okay, look, in all seriousness, no, I will Trump say is this. still president of the United States. Yes, yeah, yeah. That no, is no, no, true. he is. No, no, but that's not Currently. what I was going to say. Currently. Um, I will say that, you know, I don't wish any ill will upon the man. I do hope he has a speedy recovery along Meh. with his wife and and all of that. And so I, I don't wish any, you know, ill will on the guy. And don't really have an opinion either way. Well, there you go. At least, at least you're not saying anything negative because then I'd have to block you. No, it's <laughs> true. <laughs> Do you know how many people this week I've actually blocked on Facebook because they're, they're because of wishing their harm ugliness? Yeah, yeah, a lot. Yeah. You know, that's uh, I don't know. I don't think I'd block anyone for that. You know what I'm saying? For just being that ugly? Yeah, yeah. Ah, you know what? I'm here's Look, the, the these it, I have an exception for being ugly towards politicians because these people have complete control over our lives. They can they can, you know, do us great harm and have done us great harm. So, you know what? Wishing a little payback on them is I don't think it's the worst thing. I'm not going to do it personally, but I don't fault people who do. Mm, I, you know? I don't like it. I don't yeah. like it. I, I think it, I think it shows a side of ugliness, well, yeah. especially when people want to try to preach the moral high ground. And then they. Yeah, you can't do both. Like, you know, if you're going to be an ugly human, then be one all the way. But don't try to say that you're justified somehow in your ugliness because of. You know, that's why I uh, I choose moral ambiguity across the board. <laughs> you know, if, if you guys remember the old Dungeons and Dragons uh, alignment chart, I am like chaotic neutral as it comes. <laughs> chaotic neutral. Chaotic neutral, man. <laughs> All right. Well, first off, let's go. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening to the show. Uh, we do have a new Patreon this week uh, at the Conspicuous Duffel Bag level. Marcus D. Uh, so thank Welcome you very much. You will. I will be personally dropping off his. Um, swag bag 
Um, you've been you've been doing a lot of these personal deliveries lately well, of, I, of swag. Well, here's the thing: I got five to do because there were five ones that I needed to do within the Pasco, Pinellas, Hillsborough, and Hernando County area. Right. right. So I gotten one of the five done so far. I plan to hopefully get the done. Hopefully get them done either this weekend or next weekend. This weekend might be a little tough because I'm only gonna be able to do it today. Because tomorrow I actually have to start packing because we have to move. Hey, that's so, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah congrats. Complete. You need a hand with that. Maybe. Well, you should reach out to our listeners. <laughs> I helped you last time. I'm done. Yeah, I don't blame you. Um, so, um, but we, uh, I'm going to be dropping those off. I have them in the back of the vehicle. So I just, uh, I'm going to be dropping those off in and around the uh, the area. That is pretty cool. I mean, uh, here's the thing. So if you sign up as a subscriber, there's a chance that Alex might come hand deliver um, your swag bag to you, which I actually could put people off from subscribing in that some cases. Be. Yeah, Hold I, on. Let me I just, could go either let way. Let me just say this. Let me just say this. I, I will make a proclamation from this point moving forward. If you live in Hernando, Pasco, Pinellas, or Hillsborough County, and you sign up, I will deliver your stuff. That's cool. Uh, one reason is because you know it, I'm, I'm going to be out and about anyway. So I that's, think it's cool to deliver your stuff. The other thing is, I just went to the post office to do the, all the other deliveries and realize how much money, how much more money it costs to deliver something from the post office now. Right. It would be cheaper for me just to drive it to you. Yeah, yeah. A postage has gotten crazy expensive. Everything's gotten crazy expensive. Gee, I guess that's what happens when you just, you know, pump like uh, $10 trillion into the economy. Go figure. Imagine that. You, you Imagine create, that. Inflating you, the currency has some you kind of negative You create $8 trillion dollars out of thin air. and Well, actually, all $10 trillion had been created out of thin air. And, uh, <laughs> gee, the price of things go up. How shocking. Well, and not, and not to mention the... You know, I used to teach this to seventh graders in civics. <laughs> I, I'm not kidding. Yeah. I Every year for the, uh, what you call it, the, the great teaching, I would go do uh, the, this uh, uh, civics class, seventh grade class, and teach them how inflation works. Yeah. They got it. People who run this country don't. Oh, no. They, yeah. Here's the thing. They're betting on it that the average person doesn't get it. I guess. Yeah. Which, it, that's another thing I do want to talk about, but we'll bring that up later. Because, okay, so there's a lot of different stuff that happened this week. Where do you want to start, Mr. Uh, I, you take You take the lead. I want to talk about uh, President Tara, but you didn't want to go there, so, you know. Well, we talked about it. I didn't. I mean, we, how I want to how much further down were you going to go down the road? of the? Bl- I mean, once you got to the blanket, you kind of. I, 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 I was just going to take that the whole show. Just make a complete alternate reality. Oh, by the way, speaking of which, I, I've been watching The Boys. <laughs> like you asked me to. Okay, what did you think? That is so deliciously dark. <laughs> I mean, it. first of all, I think the writers are without question anarchists. You know, because they just, it's, sometimes it's subtle, other times they beat you over the head, but literally it's social commentary on how absurd everything is. Yeah. You know, and it's just wonderful. And my wife's actually watching it, even though she's been like, uh, it's pushed her to her comfort envelope a few times, uh, both with the violence and bizarre sexuality and stuff. Um, Are you you in season one? Yeah, we're I think we're like seven episodes in in season one. All right, she's yeah. out in episode two or in season two. Like she'll be out then. Oh, she's done. Oh yeah. <laughs> like if you think that there was bizarre sexual things in one that was a problem, yeah, then you ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> yeah. You ain't even yeah. seen yeah. nothing yet. Like like the uh, the the face sitting scene was a, a bit much for her. Okay. Yeah. All right. I got. Yeah. I yeah. Can understand that. <laughs> and the uh, the whole breastfeeding thing. Uh, you know that. Uh, didn't quite oh it's gonna get so worse than yeah that, that I, so I, I just gonna get worse than you, that. you got the ominous feeling that there's a whole lot more going on there oh yeah and this yeah. thing's been renewed for like two more seasons by Has the way really? so you're gonna get the season well, four. I, I personally love it i did deliciously dark yeah, yeah. so you know i thank you for the uh advice on that but i think i think pretty soon here i'll be watching that solo yeah 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 pretty much <laughs> all right so let's get into let's do the debate first okay so this no what, what no 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 <laughs> you're gonna do the interrupt false <laughs> Fake news. i can't believe that and again i really do think that trump did this on first off it was the worst debate that i've ever seen oh it's the greatest one i've ever seen <laughs> i understand why you're saying it's the greatest one you've ever seen but it really was it was great because it was the worst i watched uh, most of it i listened to 
I listened. I only listened to it. I didn't watch it. I listened to it because I was driving. I was, you know, going. Oh, doing God, well, the facial the expressions. Time. Some of Biden's facial expressions were worth the price of admission. Well, you could hear his facial expressions. Though. <laughs> yes, <laughs> in like a lot could, of ways, you could. you could. You could imagine. I'm sure you could imagine oh, exactly yeah. what his face looked like. Oh the, yeah. Except when he nodded off a couple of times. <laughs> Did he actually nod off a couple of times? You know, there was at least one time where it looked like he nodded off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like he lowered his head and closed his eyes and. You know, at first, it looked like he was giving one of those expressions like, oh, fuck this guy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just like you kind of just lower your head and just, I, I don't want to deal with this. But then, like, Trump was in mid-sentence and he, like, snapped his head up and <laughs> jerked his eyes open like when you nod off. So I think he actually might have, because <laughs> it wasn't anything, it wasn't like a trigger line, yeah. like something he would be shocked by. or It was just like he startled back awake. <laughs> so I think he might have actually nodded off briefly. Oh, yeah. God. So, look, here's the thing. For your reasons, you said it was the greatest one. Uh, wonderful. But just I, hysterical. And, comedy gold. Oh, it definitely was. Well, here's the thing. I agree with you there. It was definitely comedy gold. I don't understand. Like, again, I think that Trump is just like, I think he was plan was it was to just interrupt him all the time. Probably. And I think that it was such a bad plan. Why? Well, here's the thing. He came off just rude as shit. And the one thing about Biden is, is that Biden, being a senile bastard as he is, you have to give him enough rope to hang himself with, basically. Oh, God. And he didn't do that. He just let him, he wouldn't let him just talk and start mumbling because Biden could only get three words in before Trump would interrupt him. Like, so you didn't give him enough opportunity to kind of look like a crazy person. Oh, I I think he did a great job because I, I think that Biden absolutely came out looking senile in that. And in fact, there was that one interaction where um you know um what was he saying so biden was saying something to the effect of uh uh well you know the the uh manufacturing uh declined under your watch uh one and then trump said nope nope and interrupted him a couple times and he goes yeah one and then biden goes and three and trump goes and he started to say, nope, nope, that's wrong. And then he stopped himself and he goes, uh, uh, no, Joe, you're on, you're on too. <laughs> I, I must have missed that part. That was just, I must have been in on, I must have been in one of the houses on that, on one of those. Parts. That was just brilliant. Well, it was, it was happening so fast. It was part of the rapid fire that I just barely caught it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, did, did that actually just happen? And it was hysterical uh, because yeah, Joe, Joe skipped two and it, and he was doing that all night. One this, two this, you know, he had those. Yeah. And that was just like a consistent theme with him. And it was just so funny to see that. But yeah, they were, they were both like, honestly, it felt like you're, if, if you had a cantankerous senile old man, okay, that was watching a rambunctious, defiant four-year-old. That seemed like the interaction to me. Trump seemed like a a, a, a defiant four year old, and Biden seemed just like a you know a senile old man. And that was I, I thought it was just a beautiful interaction. And I think that actually kind of sums up you know our, our candidates right there. It, it it definitely was like a low point in or a high point, depending on which way you want to look at it. Right of political discourse is what we saw. And I got to tell you, I really do feel bad for Chris Wallace at this point though. Like I felt bad for him because <laughs> yeah. like there was nothing he could do. Like, and don't get me wrong. He, he had his hands up in a defensive posture, like through half the debate. Yeah. Like his hands were like this. No, please stop. No, no, please just no, sir. Mr. President, sir. No, please. <laughs> you know? goes, You'll like this next question though. <laughs> you like this next one, you know, right. and to watch it. And here's the thing. Like I know, I understand what the debate rules were which was each person gets two minutes and then they have the back and forth until they move on to the next one right oh yeah but nobody spoke for more than like eight seconds they at could a time. well they either because here's the thing i do look at it and maybe you're maybe, maybe i'm wrong in how i'm saying this i think that trump is the one that started it oh totally and then biden got to a point where he had enough and he's like well i'm gonna do it right back to right. you oh yeah yeah and then wallace was like i can't i mean i'm I, you and you then know. wallace was jumping in it was like half of it was all three of them talking at the same time yeah pretty yeah. much and so, which was great, <laughs> which when you're watching it, you're thinking like, 
fuck, man. Like, seriously, like, because here's the thing. If there's one thing, and you know this about me, too, mm-hmm. is that when it comes to these debates and, and when it comes to going up there for candidates and stuff like that, you got to stick to your times and you got to follow the rules in these things because, right. like, I'm a big I'm a big proponent yeah, of that. Yeah, you are. You are. And so you can you can probably imagine that when I'm listening to this debate, I'm really fucking pissed off. Oh, at this it's point. it's got to be really screwing with your OCD. I was mad as shit. I'm like, you motherfuckers, just let them fucking talk. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> right. What the fuck is your problem? And yeah. I, kept, I'm, I must have yelled three or four times. I'm like, stop being such an asshole. Like I yelled it. I'm driving down the road, listening to this, yelling that the guy beside you at the light is going, "Fuck you, buddy." <laughs> <laughs> he might have been, right. and I'm sure he probably heard me. Right? Because I'm like, just stop being such a fucking asshole. Let him fucking finish, dickhead. Like what the fuck is wrong with you? Like and. All the whole fucking time. I'm and again, I'm yelling at the fucking radio like, <sighs> ugh. Yeah, I was I, hear you. I was so disgusted with the whole thing. Yeah, but at the end of the day, it's weird because, like, I don't know. Did you listen to like the after any of the after interviews or it, any on of it, the after stuff or anything like honestly, that? Honestly, about forty five minutes in or so, I kind of lost interest and played video games. Okay, yeah. So I I I, I got enough to get the gist of it. Okay, yeah. so because there was nothing substantial going to be revealed in that anyway. Oh, there was so. nothing substantial revealed anyway. I yeah. mean, other than like you know, again, they both made some barbs at each other that I think that that had some play. The the one thing is that I wanted. Okay, there's. Let me get to this one thing first. In the debate, they're trying to claim that Trump didn't denounce white supremacy. And he totally did. Ooh. Uh, Hold on. Let me, I heard let me that explain. Part. Yeah. Then you heard him say, as soon as he said, are you want to denounce white supremacy? He said, sure. Yes. yes and he I said, heard that. sure, like three times. Yeah. Yeah. But then he, uh, Chris Wallace said, is there something you want to say to the Proud Boys? And he said, stand down and stand by. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> That's not how it went down. I mean, that is the end part is how it went down. Yeah, but I heard the first part, that part. But here's the thing, though. When Trump said sure, and then they keep asking him to do it again. I think that that did rattle Trump because Trump's like, well, what the fuck am I going to what do I got to say at this point? And when and then Biden's the one that mentioned the Proud Boys, not Wallace. Biden mentioned he's like, give me a name. Give me a name and I'll fucking denounce it. He didn't say fucking denounce it, but give me a name and I'll denounce it. And then he and then Joe Biden's like the Proud Boys and I think Trump got a little tongue twisted at that point because I don't because because he, here's the thing, stand down and stand by, right? And then let the police do their job. Isn't those statements are in conflict? But if it's stand down and let the police do their job, then it makes sense. So I th- I th- and again, my opinion on the matter is I do think that he actually meant that part. But I think at that point they got him rattled because he's like, well, what the fuck else am I going to say? Like he said, sure, sure, sure. <sighs> Here's the thing. He yeah, said sure I, so quickly that you're not not denouncing it. Well, I think it's the, um, you know, uh, it's the difference between denouncing a general and denouncing a specific. You know what I'm saying? It's it's like saying, uh, do you hate genocide? Well, yeah, of course I hate genocide. Well, denounce, uh, you know, uh, uh, denounce the Nazis. Well, you know, they should stand down. What the fuck, really? Yeah, but you can't equate the Proud Boys to the Nazis. No, you can't. You can't take it that far. I mean, the head of the Nazi, the head of the Proud Boys, is actually like a black Cuban. Okay. I yeah. Look, I mean, he's not a white nationalist. That's the one thing I'm saying. Well, yeah, I don't know. Look, they're a They can be. They're definitely a violent group. They can be a violent group. They definitely go out looking for a fight. They definitely do those things, but they're not white nationalists. I don't know enough to know. Well, I can guarantee you, I can guarantee you without question, there are white nationalists in that organization. No, you're absolutely right. And, and, there, and there's probably a substantial number of them. Here's the thing. Absolutely, without question. But here's the thing. If the guy that – you've had Proud Boy organizations that have come out standing right next to the Black Lives Matter people right. denouncing white nationalism. Like, I, here's the I, thing. Just because they got some people that are members, the organization itself isn't that, though. Okay, and just because they have a black leader doesn't necessarily mean the organization is that either. You see what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, that kind of, no, hold on now. Hang on a second. If you have a black leader, is the black person a white nationalist? Okay. We had a black president not too long ago, and how well did black people get treated in this country by police? 
Well, not well, but <laughs> I, I, I rest my case. We have a honor. whole different problem, though, than that. I, I understand, but you, you see my point taken. Yeah, but the gargantuan amount that is the government with state, local, and federal offices is a whole lot different than a fucking Look, and I get local we, organization. We're, we're kind of off on a tangent here because I don't. Re- I'm not really arguing with you because you're you're right. He did essentially denounce uh, white supremacy, but he did it, and again, once again. Like we talked about a couple of weeks ago, if he would just say things clearly, he he's he does things in such a way where he can be regarded as denouncing it. But on the same token, it is a dog whistle to certain groups by saying to the Proud Boys, stand down and stand by, you know, he can he puts us in a situation and either it's because he's just such an, a buffoon or so brilliant at this. He always puts us in a situation where you can parse his words either way. So the people that hate him are always going to parse it. The people who love him are always going to parse it their way. But the people in the middle can make some type of, of distinction there. It, they can make whatever distinction they want to out of it. And that's really the brilliance of how he does things. Or the buffoonery. You said well, it was either buffoonery or brilliance, and I'm going with buffoonery. I'm, I don't know. You, you, you can only stumble into things like that so many times by mistake. What was it he said a couple of weeks ago that we, it was the same type of thing where it was, uh, he said something and everyone went after him and I said, you know, there's a certain, oh, it was the election thing. Will you agree to peaceful transition of power? And he said it in such a way that, the people who wanted to hear him say, I'm staying in the office no matter what, heard that. And the people who wanted to hear, you know, something in the middle heard that. And only the people who hate him would have heard, um, you know, I'm not leaving office. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it was, a, again, I heard all of the different things that he was trying to say in that, like kind of like I do in this. Yeah. You know, he's trying to literally send us... A, a, and I don't think you can. I, I don't think you can stumble into that repeatedly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. I know what you're saying here. Right. I, I think what it is is that he thinks that all these questions are traps, and he's trying to not fall into the trap. Well, they, even of course though they are. Absolutely. But even though he absolutely falls into the trap every time, but he does it in such a way that he gives himself an out. He well, he, well, like a politician would. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like a politician would. I yeah. mean, that's really what it comes down to at that point. Then, in, in, in all reality, he might be the best politician ever, um, and everybody thinks that loves him thinks he's not a politician. Well, yeah, but he's politicking the fuck out of you people. <laughs> you I, mean, he's, I mean, he's he's a different kind. That's oh, yeah. for sure. Hey, he's a you know a fucking twenty um, first century. American reality show politician. That's really what he is. I think on the trans- know, he is the idiocracy king of politicians. Well, no, no, no. I think he's a person on the transition side on the idiocracy. He's not all the way to Dwayne Mountain Dew Camacho. Well, yeah, he's not that far. He's but- not there. He's he's. You have to get. He's you have getting to go us through there. Trump to get to yeah. there. Yeah. But you you know you got to have. I mean, don't get me wrong. Because the Clint- rocks next. Clinton and Bush helped quite a bit. You know so. Uh, they were both uh, uh, pretty far down the idiocracy road uh, as well, but uh, yeah, Trump has just you know really gotten us there. You think the first Bush I was like the, the Rock- last regular one, like after Clinton, is when it started really going downhill? Um, no, well, Bush was uh, the first Bush was just that he was an evil bastard. You I know, got you, no doubt about that. I think Obama actually raised our um, respectfulness a little bit. Yeah, from Clinton. To, I mean, from, uh, don't get me wrong. Obama fucking sucked, man. I just horrible, horrible president. Um, but as far as decorum and professionalism, he was pretty, pretty high up there. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah. So, okay, we're way off track. Now. We're so, way off track. But talking about the debates. The debate. So I looked at, but but after you, if you listen to the after show on all these things, like all the different people coming out and talking, right? There is like four different realities that people are in right now. Like okay. There's literally four different realities. All right, I'd be interested in hearing that. Okay, so the first reality is is that Trump won the debate hands down and he did nothing wrong. Okay, and that in doing nothing wrong, he's acute. They, they are accusing Wallace of of debating Trump. Right. Which don't get me wrong, I, I think Wallace did defend himself because Trump wouldn't shut the fuck up sometimes, and Wallace doing his job as the moderator had to try to tell him to shut the fuck up. 
That's the one thing about it. Well, we, those are the people who own boats that you see sunk in the bay with just some Trump flags yeah. sticking out. And then would yeah. accuse Biden of interrupting Trump while not discussing how Trump was interrupting Biden. Right. Like So there's that reality, which is not reality, but no. they think that it is. No, it's not. The other reality is, is that Biden did really well. Yeah, that's not reality. Because either. that's not reality. Don't get me wrong. Dude, he didn't die on stage. Okay. He so almost did. <laughs> but he didn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he didn't die on stage. He didn't. He didn't drool out of his mouth so much that you could see it. I guess. And he his he, he made a lot of gaffes, but none were absolutely you know earth shattering. No, and yeah. considering how low the bar was set for him anyway. Oh, yeah. yeah. But he didn't do well though. So the, the the people in reality they're thinking that Biden won this thing. No. 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 Because I think that because to give Trump credit. I think that Trump's strategy was was to energize his base. And yeah. the way to energize your base, acting the way Trump does, is to just act like a complete and total fucking asshole. That's what they like. And people people are talking about it. And here's the thing. Not everybody, but a lot of people that I, w- that I would say, well, he was acting strong up there. You have no, I, you have no idea for decorum whatsoever. And yeah. y- this is not a good debate. Like this was, if you wanted him just to, you know, just to give Biden shit, well, then I guess you, you're right. He was able to do that. Right. But at what cost, by the way? Because here's the thing. I actually think that this debate may have cost Trump the election. Oh, you think so? I Look, I've always, I've up to this point, I've said I think Trump's going to win this thing. I don't think he's going to win it now. I think all this did was reduce the numbers of people who are going to the polls and voting at all. That may be true. Yeah. That may be true. Because I think that the most likely scenario is that a large number of people who watch that debate said, fuck both of these clowns. Yeah. I'm not, there's no way in hell I'm voting for either of them. Yeah. And, and I think that's probably the the most predominant sentiment walking away from that. I mean, you've got your you've got your hardcore supporters on both sides that are going to say their boy won no matter what, you know. Yeah. Um, but the reality of the situation is I think the the average American looked at that shit show and and said this is just pathetic. This is ridiculous. Yeah. So, hold on. I said four I said four realities. I actually meant three. Sorry. I meant three. Right. Yeah. The third reality is the reality you just said. Which right. was that people looked at this, were disgusted with with both sides on this right. one, and were like, you know what, man, we got to do something. Which is one of the reasons that Joe Jorgensen's website crashed that night. <laughs> Did it really? It I didn't crashed. know that. She had so many hits, it crashed the site. Oh, that's awesome. So Good for again, her. We, we'll see what's going to happen with her. Maybe she shouldn't pick Dershowitz as a freaking Supreme Court pick nominee. But What? Know. What? <laughs> she picked so Alan they, fucking Dershowitz? She took, it, she took it down. She took it down, but she picked him. Yeah. Was she, this? she changed her mind. But it was an idiot move. But at any rate, that doesn't even matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter because she's at best she's going to get you know one percent. Yeah, maybe maybe it'll be a banner year and she'll get two. You know, it's it's, we'll see what happens. I mean, so many people are just aren't looking at 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 her as another option. Well, that's because the nobody will will show you you have other options. No, but I I will say this too though. I I don't think that the party's doing very well. And I don't think her campaign's doing very well in getting well, the stuff out. Like, we've I'm had this conversation a yeah. thousand times. But the, the, the bottom line is until there's three podiums on that debate stage, it, it, libertarians have no chance. That's true. Well, no, yeah. nobody. Here's the thing. Nobody has a chance. Right. No, but yeah, no, until they actually include more people in the narrative, in the media. And, and again, it's uh, we've had this argument a thousand times, but yeah. it is 100% media driven. Until the media lets in a third party, there will be no third party in America. Yeah. Well, you know? I mean, it's, here's the thing. How you get there. We've all, it, we both fought this fight personally. Oh, yeah. No, I, here's the thing. I've even fought it in a federal I'm, court. I'm sick of hearing it at this point. Right, like, exactly. Look, I, wish that, I wish that the candidate would ignore it at this point and just go out there and do other things. But I will say this, and I'm not going to endorse any candidate or any, any official. I'm an anarchist. I don't want to be governed, period, end of story. So fuck all government. But if you do feel the need to vote... In this election, if you do want to waste your time and throw your vote away, you got nothing else to do on a Tuesday. At least throw it away for Joe Jorgensen because she is, without question, the best of the bunch. Which here's the thing: the bar is so low, right? That being a decent human being is really all you <laughs> right. needed. Yeah, she she's a 
uh, intelligent, relatively stable, decent human being. Yeah, that's enough. That, that's I mean, really, that should be the the best qualifier we have because uh, she that makes her the only one in the race that is that. Yeah. At least it's going to be on the ballot in all 50 states. I don't know about some. Or know. write in Adrian Wiley. Don't fucking write me in. God damn. <laughs> I mean, no, that is a that is a use. And people still reach out to me all the time. Every election cycle. I wrote you in for this. I wrote you in for that. You know, and it, it, it's like you're <laughs> why bother voting then? You want it. Look, if you want to honor me and show your support for for me. Stop fucking voting completely. <laughs> that, well, here's the thing, though. That would be the best thing They're not thing really voting do. at that point, though. No, because it doesn't get counted So go ahead anything. and do it. No, you should encourage that. No. Here's the thing. Hold on. If, if by chance you actually got elected, you'd be able to shut it all down. I can't get elected. They if, don't count the right-in votes. So, th- th- so then they're not voting. No. <sighs> Just they're not me. voting. Just no, no, no. You just said it yourself. They're not voting. If you really want to iron, uh, honor me, go firebomb the IRS building. Well, don't do that. You should do that. No, you shouldn't. I do highly that. recommend you should do no, that. No, no, you definitely yeah. shouldn't do that. Yeah. And no, you shouldn't do that. Why not? Uh, because that is <laughs> committing violence upon other people. And nah, it's burning a building. And you're advocating for it? Nah, and they're stone buildings. I mean, how much damage can it do? <laughs> you're such a dick. You know, just burning some paper. That's all you're doing. All right, so... At any rate, that was the shit show that was the debate. Oh, listening to listening was, to the talking heads afterwards made me realize why how much I do hate that, it. man. You know why? Because we wanted to, look. I got to do the show on Saturday, so I do want to hear what these other people have to say. Right. But more and more, I am okay. You know how I'm a big blocker on on Facebook, right? Of people. Yeah. yeah. Well, I am now a media blocker too. So there are. I'm losing more and more places to listen to news at. Though you know all you're once doing they get for so once they get like once it goes too far like i'm i'm starting to eliminate it now you're you're actually doing yourself a disservice because the the more you know opinions that you uh prevent yourself from hearing whether you like to hear them or not the the more limited of your scope of knowledge is i mean so I, that's on. you just chided me for list for listening to the to the other sources and then when i say i'm starting to block some now you're chiding me no for no no no, no no what i'm saying is uh i ignore it all completely because i don't care what anybody else thinks but what you're doing is you're selectively choosing media based upon your own preferences when i do want to find out something i'm going out and looking at you know a whole variety of sources is across the board Okay, let me challenge you a little bit on this. There's okay. a bit, there's a the way that you're perceiving what I'm saying right. is different than what I'm actually saying. Okay. So let me see if I can clarify it a little bit. All right. I listen to a wide spectrum of different media outlets until you block them. No, no, no. Until I don't think that they're even remotely honest anymore to be able to listen to. So it's it's well, not it's not honest. an ideological thing. It's a dishonesty thing. Why? Well, 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 then you'd listen to no one. <laughs> I mean, literally no one. Okay, yeah. it, it's just maybe there's a weird set. Can't of, even listen to NPR a weird, anymore. Well, I, <laughs> you know, I, that's one of the ones I got rid of. <laughs> Did you really? Oh uh, yeah, no. I, I used to listen to like the, the nightly news thing, right? And I got rid of that. I'm, you know what? I'm getting sick and tired of like it's the little things that they put in there that really piss me off. Right. Like it, the white nationalist thing really got to me because right. if you listen to the tape, he fucking denounced it. And he, he they, did, and he, he went didn't. on, but he, but they went. NPR said he refused to denounce it. Now, see, that's not true, and that's just he, a he fucking lie. He didn't refuse to denounce it. He just did it in in such a way where you could read into it whatever you wanted to read into it. Yeah. that's what he did. You know, well, and not to mention, here's the thing: in this race thing that's getting brought up, if this is such a big problem for you, this race thing is such a big problem for you. What do you? Well, clarify race thing. If you're mad because you think Trump's is a racist okay. and you're using it based off of the, the 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 things he has said that that cause you to think Trump is a racist. Right. I don't understand for the life of me how it's even remotely possible that you can vote for Joe Biden. And the reason why yeah. is if you look at Joe Biden's history and you look at what he has said in the 40 something years that he's been up there. Right. He is Absolutely. By their definition, he is absolutely a racist. Oh, yeah. Without question. And these are things he said on the Senate floor. Yeah. You know, I mean, these aren't, you know, just uh, off the cuff remarks that he said to a friend, uh, you know, this in locker room talk, so to speak. Yeah. This is stuff that he said that he knew was going on the public record. And he didn't care. Uh, Yeah. You know why? Because at that point, at that point going on. Right. It was still okay. You could be racist. Right. Which is why. 
again, it's funny to say it this way. Like his boy, one of his his mentors was was the head of the fucking KKK in West Virginia of James Robert fucking Bird. Robert. I'm sorry, Robert Bird. Yeah, like he spoke well of this man, and he wasn't the only person he spoke well, well of. It, it, that guy was in the Senate for decades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like. Again, that guy was comp- and that guy was fucking racist, by the way. Like, yeah, let's not even fucking mince words. That guy, yeah, that guy was a white nationalist without question. Yeah, no, like you don't by, just, by any you definition don't accidentally join and start and, and head the KKK. <laughs> like no. it's not like you walked into the wrong meeting one day. Yeah. Like, so if your if your argument is the racial this, argument, this is the Casper the Ghost Club, right? Yeah. So <laughs> that got you. That one got me. That was the last straw for NPR for me because if you're going to be because you're all about race now, right? You're like right. Everything. Oh. God. about race and yeah, NPR, except no. for when it comes to Joe Biden, and then you're going to ignore the past history. Like, Thomas Jefferson, 200 fucking years ago, we got to take his fucking statue down, but shit Biden said H- fucking 40 years ago, we got to elect him for president. Uh, hang on a second. You, you got to be at least a little bit accurate there. Thomas Jefferson actually owned human beings. Well, yeah, that's true. I mean, I love Thomas Jefferson, but he owned slaves. Yeah, no, he did. He did. Okay, he he did. owned people. He did. Yeah, you can't. You can't. Yeah. Yeah, don't wrong. <laughs> you can't compare that to saying, "I don't want my kids going to a jungle school that was integrated." <laughs> okay, you know it was okay. definitely a different time. I, I, again, that is racist. What Joe Biden said, but you know you, you can't compare it to someone who actually owned slaves. I got you. Well, look, and here's the thing too. And I, again, and again, I don't get me wrong. I love Thomas Jefferson. I think he was like on the right track with everything except that. <laughs> well, I, look, you know? I think that, you know, society wasn't ready to get rid of racism or wasn't to get ready to get rid of slavery at that point. In time. Uh, yeah, they weren't uh, uh, willing to accept the economic consequences of it. Well, yeah, yeah, that was really the bottom line. So but at any rate, though, but th- that's what caused me for the NPR thing, because it's like you guys are like you're so oh, stretching. Yeah. You're so stretching for Trump. Yeah. And yet you're ignoring everything for Biden. There's not a single media outlet that I can fully trust. You know what I'm saying? You have to know each of their biases um, and you have to understand them. It's like RT. A lot of people love RT, but you got to remember that that is literally Russian state sponsored uh, television. Yes. So everything they report on, while some of it may be true, it's also their their job. Their number one priority is to promote russian government and vladimir putin's uh, agenda and objectives yeah you know npr it seems like lately i mean they've gotten really bad lately but it seems lately everything they're about is looking at everything through the veil of race but only when it applies to anyone other than democrats well, yeah, you they know. want. Here's the thing: they want to have. They want to look everything through the through the veil of race in order to attack capitalism to 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 yeah. bring about socialism. Yeah. Well, uh, maybe, maybe. The way I, it seems I, to me. Yeah, I, I could see where you'd make that argument, but yeah, it's you just can't trust any media, none yeah. whatsoever. Which really sucks too, because I really was. You know, I, you know what's weird? I would love for NPR to just be straight news. Yeah, yeah, I, w- I wish it was. Like, I don't even mind the left leaning on it if it was still just straight news. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? I just wish, you, here's the thing, I wish NPR was like the bastion for adult conversation. Mm-hmm. Which it was for a long time, but it's it's really dropped the ball in the past, and it seems like only in the past year or so. It's been the past couple years, but yeah, yeah, it's de- yeah, they've definitely gone down that road. It's like with the 1619 Project thing, they've they've gone full bore into it from that. Yeah. Yeah. Which really is sad. It is sad. It All is right. Sad. So, okay. We done, we've done the debate. We've done the debate. So that th- wasn't even the most important thing to happen this week. So. No, no. Uh, the most important thing to happen is uh, Trump has COVID. Trump got the COVID. Trump got the COVID. He got the Rona, man. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right. Now, I've been spending a lot of thoughts on the potential outcome. Um, and, of course, my favorite is that, uh, you know, uh, Tara Katuk McLean Sweeney becomes the next president of the United States. But that's probably a long shot. Uh, probably just, a long uh, shot. Huh? <laughs> I know. just love that name. I, you know, I was doing a little research for this bit and I, I, I came across the assistant secretary of the U.S. Department of Interior for Indian Affairs. And I thought that is the perfect name. Did you for figure that out position. what level she's at in the secession? Well, order? technically, she wouldn't be in the chain of secession because the, the, the chain of secession 
ends at the secretaries. So once they get through all the cabinet level secretaries, it just doesn't go on from there. But my thinking is, is that theoretically, um, if she were promoted to the secretary through attrition, uh, to the Secretary of the Interior, she would be like 14th in line. Okay. So it, it, it's plausible there. Okay. You know? <laughs> so at least well, who's, a, the, who's the actual Secretary of the Indian Affairs then? Uh, well, no, no, no. They don't have that. They, she, she is an Assistant Secretary of the Interior. But she's oh, in charge so she's of She's underneath Indi- the Secretary of yeah, the Interior. Yeah, so she's an assistant Secretary of the Interior, but she's in charge of Indian Affairs. I got you. Okay. So, okay. you know, right. and I thought that would just be poetic, wouldn't it? You know, that an Indian would end up being yeah. president? Yeah, yeah. The Indians get America back. <laughs> well, they, they already got back half of Oklahoma, so, you know. That is true. Forty. That's four, awesome. You know, yeah. one, half down, 49 and a half to go. They own Oklahoma City now, so that is pretty cool, you know. All right, so. So where, where the fuck we go? Oh, president has COVID. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so um, so it, 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 here's the, the possibilities. Okay. And this could be, from my perspective, it could be very good or it could be very bad. Uh, the first possibility is that um, the president has exceptionally mild symptoms. I mean, they did take him to Walter Reed Hospital as a precaution, but, you know, he's walking on Marine One. So it's, you know, he's he's just going to be working out of offices at the hospital so they can monitor him closely for a few days. As far as we know. Right. Well, you know, they showed him uh, walking on to, uh, uh, to Marine One, and he looked fine. He's waving at the, you know, I guy... It's like having a cold. Yeah. He's uncomfortable. He's inconvenienced. That's about it. Yeah. Now, my thinking is, is that if he goes a couple of days, has uh, some cold symptoms, comes out the other end, he's fine. I think this whole thing is over. I think everything with COVID is over because he's going to come out and say, you know, hey, I had it. No big deal. It's like having a cold. Nothing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think really, because then what's going to happen is all the Trump supporters are going to go down that road. See? It's nothing. Nothing to worry about. You get a cold, whatever. And, and technically, it is the cold virus. It's literally, yeah. you know, the cold virus. Um, the other possibility is he gets a moderate infection. Okay. And he has to stay in the hospital for a while. He's potentially, you know, temporarily incapacitated, something like that, where it's it's more serious. And then I think we stay status quo. You know, we stay like we are now with, you know, just masks and New York stays shut down and stuff like that. I think we stay that way for another six months to a year. And it's just, you know, further drags down the economy and further, you know, spirals people into depression and all kinds of stuff. It just it maintains the suck. Okay. Okay. All right. The third possibility is he gets really bad or potentially dies. Mm -hmm. And if that happens, man. Holy fuck, it is like Black Plague all over again. We will shut down this country. We will destroy this country and potentially the world. And it will go to the point where people get so insane that we do have a revolution. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, you 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 can't close down like we did again without serious consequences yeah but if the president dies they'll have all the justification in the world for that yeah you know what i'm saying so um you know i'm 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 praying for the president man (laughs) even though i don't give a shit about the president i'm praying for the president's health man i hope he's back uh back in because if he because if he gets if he if if he's out in a week oh yeah then oh if he's out in a few days back in the oval office said yeah i had a cold no big deal well that's the thing see here's the thing so after because i had to i had to parse it a little bit right so I thought that after the debate that Trump definitely was going to lose the election then. Right. I think that the coronavirus thing is going to be what you just said, the three different outlooks. Right. If he gets through it and and is fine and is out in a couple and is out within a week. Right. He wins the election. He goes back to winning the election. Uh, like that is going to be the, the, the capper because I think it's it's energizing his base. It's weird because it's going to energize his base even more so. Which is why you had to have some of the more prominent people say nice things about Trump in the hospital and just be like, we're, we're praying for his recovery and things right. like that. Where even some of the people that you wouldn't expect to be nice about it were actually nice about it. Biden pulling all of his negative ads right. while he's in the hospital and Biden really doing what he can to try to be nice about it. Well, Pelosi, Pelosi is trying to invoke the 25th Amendment. <laughs> I didn't see that part. Yet. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, she, where, where did she's, she do that? She's, well, she's not she hasn't made any move officially, but she's uh, you know talked. She's about throwing the, the trial balloon. Out yeah, she's she's definitely uh, you know uh, casting the bait in the water. Well, even for what an ugly bitch she is, that yeah. she even has been as nice as she can be. Like Pelosi is yeah. one of those people that don't get me wrong. Even in the things that she's saying, she's still being a bitch. Oh yeah, she's a nasty but person. Yeah. She is. She's an ugly human being. Yeah. But even with that being said, she's trying to be as nice as she possibly can be. Right. So right. I'll give her a little bit of credit for that. Don't get me wrong. There were some people out there that were some ugly people. Oh like, yeah. Like I hope he dies. I, you know, and and to hear and again, this is an NPR thing, is to hear them say like, well. He the reason he got or he almost deserved to get it because he wasn't wearing a mask like it was one of those things where you're just listening to NPR and it's like like you're so you're such a bunch of dicks. Well, that you're going to bring this up right now when the guy gets coronavirus. It's not necessarily untrue, though. I mean, had he been taking all the precautions, he probably would have had a lower likelihood of being infected. Had he been, you know, wearing a mask all the time and requiring people at his fundraising events to wear masks and stuff like that there's probably less of a likelihood of him getting it. So you can't necessarily dismiss that completely. But by the same token, if, like I said, now that he has it, if he has a cold for a few days and then he's like back and says, yeah, it was no big deal, he does win. Yeah. Because he wins the argument. Because he he can now stand from, I'm a 74-year-old man, okay? Mm -hmm. I got it. I had a cold, okay? It's not a big deal. And that's the point. And he won't do that specifically, but he will. That perception have, will be there that, whether he says anything or not. He, he could say nothing about it, and that perception will be there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and he does have one. He shouldn't have gone to the hospital, though. That was a bad move. Because he is. And here's the funny thing. He's also scared right now. He The, the funny thing is, is he is actually scared for his own safety right now. You can see it in his tweets. He is. There's a certain thing that people do when they think there's a chance they might die. Yeah. Okay. And you can see it in his tweets. He's thanking people and he's saying, you know, really nice things and how much he appreciates their support and everything like that. Yeah. And it's so uncharacteristic of him that you can tell that he is in a different mindset. Well, hey, hey, do you, you've seen what I know I'm talking about. I know what you're yeah. talking about. So let me add something to that. In one of the interviews I listened to that Don Jr. talked about. Right. Is that he said he's never known his dad to be sick at all. Right. So if you've never known your if you've never known somebody to be sick at all and when they do get sick, that that is a scary scenario. That is that is something that people say though. What do you mean? That oh, I never get sick. You know, well, no, no. if somebody else says I've never seen him get sick ever, right? I've never seen him get a cold or anything like that. Like, here's the thing: if it happens that little when you do get something, especially something that's a, you know, that's a, that's right. been hyped up so much, right? Once you get that, then you're like, oh, you know? right, and that's yeah. probably it's. I'm, I'm, I'm defending your point. I think that adds to the thing. It's possible, yeah. I mean, but I also I'm always skeptical of of people who saying who say I never get sick. I think they just have a tendency to forget when they got sick. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, because everybody gets sick occasionally. But when somebody else says it to you, I think it's, it says it about you. I think it's a different. It's different than what you're saying. Right. So, right. But we'll see what happens. I mean, I don't. You know, at the end of the day, look. I hope he recovers. I hope he recovers quickly. I, you know, I don't oh, want to see. God. I don't want to see anybody get. I don't want to see anybody die. Well, I don't care about people dying. I just hope he gets better. Yeah. <laughs> because I don't want. I don't want to deal with the consequences of if he dies. Well, yeah. here's the thing. If he did die, what does that even like? I don't even know what that means. It, the world shuts down. That's what happens. Well, hold on. So Pence, well, let me say this. Okay. I know, I know what you're saying about the world shutting down. Right. But so Pence becomes president then, right? Right. Is he also the person that you're voting for in November if you vote for Trump? Because they can't change the ballots at this point. And they're not going to stop the election, are they? Um. Yeah, I think, well, they've done it. I don't think it's ever been done in a presidential election, but it's done lots of times that where people have died during the elections that essentially the uh, the party that that person belonged to just put another person in and that person won because of all the votes that, you know, were cast for the, the person who died. So that there's historical precedent to that. Now, that's always been in the past uh, on a state level. 
um, you know, because it was always for a senator, a, yeah. a house, you know, seat, things like that. Um, so it was a state election that was being done that way. I have no idea what the precedent is for president. You know, like, so let me ask you this question. So let me give you let me give you a scenario here. Let me game plan. Let me just scenario something for you and see okay. what you think. They replace so Trump unfortunately dies, right? Right. And that means that Pence will be the, the president. Right. And he'll end up, let's say he's the nominee. Right. And they bring in somebody else to VB to be VP. I, I don't know. I don't know who they would pick, but let's right. say they pick up. Let's say they pick a moderate Republican to do it. They don't right. pick an extremist. They pick a moderate middle of the road Republican. Right. A Mitt Romney type. Yeah. A Mitt Romney type. Okay. Does he win? Uh, I, oh, I, without question. I think that uh, Mike Pence would win an election right now. So you think if they were, I think if it were, I think if it were Biden Pence right now, America's ready for kind of a you know just a a normal human being. Which Mike Pence, in the grand scheme of things, is about as milk toast as it gets. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. But I think that after what we've been through, they just say, oh, he's normal and he's not going to like you know yeah okay we'll take normal at this point yeah. So yeah, I think he would win an election. Now, do you think that the Trump voters come out in mass for Pence, or do you think that they sit out the election? Ah, they're fucking, they're just Republicans, man. You know, they really are. I mean, when you boil it all down to it. No. You're, you're, you're so wrong about that one. I am not. You are absolutely wrong about that one. I am not. Yes, I you am, are. I am not. You, you know what it is? I'll tell you why you're wrong. Because you don't know what that base is. You really don't like that. Look, those Trump voters are not your average. Look, is your average up and down the street Republican going to vote for Trump? Yes. But is that the actual base of people that we're talking about? They're standing on corners. No. Yes. Yes. You know why? They have one motivation is that they hate Democrats. They hate the left. So they will vote for whoever is not the left. No, period. No. End of story. No, it is. There's, it on, is. there's a lot of people that fit the scenario, but not that's not the one I'm talking that's about. That's the vast majority. No. What you're talking about is the outlier. You're talking about the person who, for the first time, came out and voted for Trump. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Okay. They will continue voting for Republicans. So you think that person that, yes. that first time came out, that wasn't voting for Republicans before that? Yes. But you think now they're going to start voting Republican? Yes, because they've they've instilled in their mind the 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 fear and horror of having the left control the country. Mm. So they're so afraid of communists that they'll take any fascists they can get. Okay, All right. yeah. that's like, really what it boils in down to. In that scenario, I would agree with you there. Yeah. In that in that aspect, but those people, now they won't get excited about it. They won't hold boat parades over Mike Prince. Boat parade. But they will come out and, and vote because, you know, hey, the, the 2024, 2028, 2032, 2036, 2040 elections are the most important election ever. <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, that is funny. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the pattern repeats every single time. Oh, it does every time. How many times do you have to hear the same thing over and, and over and again the before same thing. you're done with it? The people who think that, you know, the, the right is, uh, you know, uh, racist uh, Nazis are going to look at Mike Pence and say, yeah, he is the epitome of evil. And they're not going to be get excited about voting for Joe Biden, but they're going to do it to prevent. Again, everything in America is based, everything in American politics is based on fear. And I've said this repeatedly for years. And really, it's just about what you're afraid of, what you're scared of. And when you stop being afraid of anything, you realize there's absolutely no need for government whatsoever. And politics all just looks ridiculous to you. Well, and and this is the other thing I wanted to bring up today. This is the other part that I wanted to bring up today. And this is when you have these people that are arguing back and forth about my guy or this guy or this guy or whatever. And, and they're thinking that these people are so important. Right. And then when you go out and say, well, I'm not going to vote and they almost want to chide you for it. I really feel like if you knew what we know, like if you've actually gotten so involved in politics that you know exactly how it works and exactly what's going on, then you would be in the same thought process that we're in right now. And that because you don't know you don't because you have a you have an idea you have what you think is a pretty solid idea of how government works, but it doesn't work that way. That you, you but don't get me wrong you're still getting what you want like you're getting what you want but 
you don't know that you want that, but if you really understood how politics works, then you would realize that all of it is a show and it's all a work and it's all there to, to, to dissuade you from actually solving any of these problems that you're talking about all the time. You're correct if you're talking about people who rationalize things, who use reason to come to a decision. In those cases, the people who just are uninformed about the process and uninformed about, you know, what goes on under the hood and in the back rooms, then, yes, you're correct. But the people who are governed by emotion and are governed by fear, like I talked about, which Mm -hmm. more and more, the people active in politics are the people governed by fear in America. Absolutely, without question. Those people doesn't matter. You can show them all the reality of the situation. You can show them how the sausage is made, and it still doesn't matter to them because that fear always will override reason. Um, so it's those are the people that are destroying America, the people who are emotional well, ab- uh, about this. Oh, and yeah, yeah. and they're, they're irrationally emotional about it. Well, look, you and that's that's what's you, causing look, the you decline remember, of America. Look, you remember when we first met in 2010, and we right. were going to all the the Tea Party rallies and right. things like this. Yeah, and spending and debt was a major issue at the time. Right. Yeah that that was the issue. Yeah, that was the issue at the time. Right. To see now all of those same people mm-hmm. who have watched for years. That they've watched politics for years. That during this time frame, like I would say me and you in 29, 2010 had a little bit of knowledge as to how it really worked. Yeah. It was pretty limited, though. Pretty limited. Yeah. I'd been a little involved in politics. I had run for local office at that time. But you probably still didn't really understand it all. Anyway. Not to the not to the extent I do now. Not I mean, you close. thought you did it. I time. thought I did. Yeah, I thought I knew more than I actually knew at that time. But once you started seeing it, you get to now, and right. your knowledge of how it works in po- how it actually works in politics is way more. Like yeah. you would call and a lot the, of it's firsthand. Yeah, 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 and a lot of it's firsthand. What pisses me off is that those same people, right had that same amount of time right and have now come to the end point where they're blindly backing someone that is adding trillions of dollars in debt every year you're you're but you're misunderstanding their motivations and no, no, that's no. a problem oh no no, no. that's but no, no no i'm not i am you're right that I'm, I'm misunderstanding their motivations because i believed that they were serious mm-hmm. in 2010 right i believe that they were genuine at that point in time and i didn't realize that they were a bunch of freaking liars right because in all reality they are a bunch of freaking liars they have found ways to justify it they yeah. have found ways to talk themselves into doing it but at the end of the day whether they're lying to me or whether they're just lying to themselves it doesn't matter because the furthering destruction of this country has been brought on because those people have refused to stand on the actual principles mm-hmm. that got a movement started to begin with that right. you fucking hijacked from another person anyway, who was absolutely more serious about it. Right. Right. And so it's just like when you see all this go down and then when, when I like when, and again, this got brought up because I'm not going to mention names or anything like that, but there was a thing on Facebook that was going on where I had mentioned something and then people were kind of putting things in the, in the comment section. Right. And the thing that was pissing me off was I'm like, well, you just don't even know what you're fucking talking about. Like you just don't even understand how it works. If you did, you'd be with me. Like, if no, you underst- no, no, no. That's where you're wrong. Well, maybe it, maybe it is. If they could understand and they still wouldn't be with you because it was never about the issues for them. It was never about the, the logic and the reason. It was always about the emotion. It was about who they hate and who they fear. And if they have someone, they will always support someone that they believe is fighting against their common enemy. And sometimes that common enemy is is people who don't look like them, people who speak a different language from them, um, people who uh, they believe are trying to take away their you know economic uh, freedom in some cases, like the, against communists and things like mm-hmm. that. So they are so driven by that irrational fear that they don't even see it, that the people taking away their economic freedom are the same people they're voting for right now. 
They, they don't. They don't. They, because they, the, the rhetoric is all that matters to them. Their impression of who somebody is is more important to them than who somebody really is. And that is the reality. And it, and it, it goes to all of their biases. You know, their impression of who black people are is more important than who they really are. You know, their impression of who Mexicans are are more important who they really are. Their impression of who, you know, the left is is more important than they really are. And most importantly, their impression of Trump and Republicans and all those people doesn't matter what they really do because that's their team. It will always be their team. And it's true of both sides. I, I, we're, we're taking this from the, because we originated with the Tea Party, you could say the exact same thing about people who vote Democrat. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Here's the thing. If you... <laughs> look, people if voting you, for Biden think they're voting, you know, for someone that's going to stop racism, and they're actually voting for a fucking racist. Well, here's the thing. If you, you believe know? in systemic racism, then a guy that right. spent a quarter of the time that this country's been in existence in Washington, D.C., making laws might... Be considered part of the problem. Yeah, making laws that you know uh, supported the police and gave longer like, prison sentences yeah. to nonviolent criminals and and fought against integrating schools. Yeah, like, you know, I mean, the, <laughs> like if you're gonna if you're gonna go down that road, like if you're looking for somebody that's gonna, and again, I'm not telling you to vote for the freaking guy, but if Black Lives Matters is your big issue and you only had to pick between Trump or Biden, I gotta tell you. Trump's done more for you than Biden has. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, right. But it, none of that matters. But it, you're right. It, truth but and reality doesn't matter in but 2020. It's also, but that's also the reason why I think that they're so hardcore on calling Trump a racist. Right. Because that's the only card they got left to play. Yeah. And they believe it, though. Most of them believe oh, it. Oh, no, no. They absolutely believe it, which I think is the funniest thing in the world because it just doesn't ma- doesn't even matter. But well, we will continue this conversation. We on the will side. continue this conversation and we'll also go into some more infra- uh, interesting stories. Like one of the ones I'm really curious about is Justin Amash votes against resolution urging FBI to investigate QAnon. See you on the other side. 